We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Lamar Jackson has been joined by his personal throwing mechanics trainer at Ravens training camp practices this week. We'll hear what offensive coordinator Greg Roman thinks about having an outside coach around the field. I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Thursday, August 4th, and this is your morning Ravens vault. We have news and notes from Wednesday's Ravens camp practice, including... What for safety Kyle Hamilton to leave practice early? Plus, outside linebacker David Ajabo finally went pen to paper on his rookie deal. We have all of that and more coming up. Thank you for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby. So Lamar Jackson's throwing mechanics trainer, Adam Dadeau, has been seen out at Ravens training camp this summer. Is it uncommon for teams to invite their quarterbacks' personal coaches out to their facilities? Sarah, I wouldn't say it's necessarily uncommon, but at the same time, you don't see this happening every day around the league. As the Athletics' Jeff Zarebeck put it on Twitter, he wrote, I don't think it's unprecedented, but I believe it's relatively rare. Offensive coordinator Greg Roman did confirm, by the way, that the Doe has participated in the team's training camps in the past, and Roman was also asked about what it's like having him around. We were very familiar and very comfortable with Adam. We spent a lot of time talking to him, pretty much explaining what we were wanting to get done and him giving us feedback on what he likes to do and kind of really getting a feel. After talking to him initially, I was like, man, this guy's this guy's really sharp. He's really good. And Lamar works with him in the offseason some, and then he'll come here and work with him too. So we feel very fortunate that, you know, any, anything we can do to help our cause, right? And I think Adam is a real strength for us. I love talking football with him. Uh, you know, later after meetings tonight, we'll sit down and talk quarterback play and technique and fundamentals and various quarterbacks in the league and whatnot. So he's uh, he's a real joy to have around. Okay, so those are Roman's thoughts, but you've also got to wonder how Baltimore's quarterbacks coach James Urban also feels about this whole situation. Yeah, honestly, Sarah, a part of me wonders that too, but Urban hasn't ever spoken on it or been asked about it specifically. He did have this to say during June's mandatory minicamp, though. Lamar obviously, uh, you know, handled his business when he was away from us, and uh, he's worked tremendously hard. I told him many times, having worked with him over these years, I said, I'll be able to tell 
as soon as I see you and as soon as we get out on the field, and I can tell uh, in the best way possible. Now, as far as ongoing contract negotiations between the Ravens and Jackson are concerned, longtime NFL executive Scott Pioli provided his unique perspective on NFL Network. You know, I know Eric DaCosta well, and I, I know Lamar, and I had a chance to sit with them, you know, on air, but also on the side. And as one source said to me, they're very optimistic that a deal can be reached. And what I've watched, and I've talked to them on and off the record, when you're off the record sometimes, people try to drop things out there. Neither side, meaning Eric DaCosta and the front office and Coach Harbaugh, no one is trying to leak information out there to create leverage publicly to get the other side to do anything. You talk to Lamar, he's doing the same thing. They're all keeping things very tight, very respectful, and sometimes that's the best way that business is trying to get, it can get done. Neither team, again, is trying to drop a nugget in order to out-leverage the other side. So to me, I think everyone knows this. Lamar is going to get paid. He has, you know, he's been sitting still waiting because high tides are raising all boats. He's going to get paid. He knows it. There was no reason for him to sign a deal in February, March, or April because there was no risk. As he sat there, his price has gone up. And the bottom line is the Baltimore Ravens never got upset or got frustrated because they know that they have to pay the player and they're willing to pay the player. I'm really impressed with how both sides are handling this situation. Good stuff there from Pioli. Now, we already talked about whether it's normal for a personal coach to come to practice, but what about this whole negotiation process and how it's gone? And the point that neither side is using the media to out-leverage the other. Is that normal? If it's not, it really should be. Without an agent involved, combined with the Ravens and Lamar's desire to keep business private, Sarah, there's definitely a mutual respect between the two sides. It's certainly not uncommon to get leaks on negotiation updates. We've seen this recently, right? Orlando Brown Jr. We saw it with Kyler Murray. The list could go on and on if we wanted to spend the time kind of counting out, right? But This is a certainly welcomed and refreshing approach that Baltimore seems to be taking at this point in the process. All right. Well, still to come here on The Vault, news and notes from a brutally hot Wednesday practice, including what forced Kyle Hamilton back to the locker room early. Okay, Sarah, we had a bit of a scare with first-round draft pick Kyle Hamilton. What can you share about Wednesday's practice? Okay, so Hamilton walked off the practice field gingerly about 20 minutes early with trainers, according to reports. The rookie appeared to land awkwardly while making a diving pass breakup on a Lamar Jackson pass intended for tight end Isaiah Likely. Hamilton initially tried to walk it all off and stretch it out, but he didn't look comfortable in the following rep. So that's when he headed inside with the trainers. Do we have any kind of idea if he suffered a serious injury? Yeah, it's too early to tell. Defensive coordinator Mike McDonald was asked about it after practice, but he referred reporters to John Harbaugh, who won't speak until later today. But it is too soon to panic, Bobby. Several reporters commented that it was the most physical practice to date, and it came on a very hot 93-degree afternoon. So several players were cramping up. That means there's a chance that Hamilton was just cramping up too, but we'll have to wait to know definitively. 
Yeah, it's definitely that time of year in the Baltimore area. Sarah, are there any other injuries or absences we need to know about from Wednesday? There's still the obvious players that are on PUP, and lots of older players have been getting vet days off here and there, so nothing really to worry about there. But there are two new guys that have missed more than one day of practice in a row, and that's wide receiver Devin Duvernay with that thigh bruise we know about, And then there's cornerback Brandon Stevens for undisclosed reasons. So we'll have to keep an eye on both of them. All right, Sarah, outside of injuries, what were some of the highlights from the practice field? Well, it was a great day for the offense. According to ESPN, Lamar Jackson was an impressive 25 of 33 passing. That's a completion rate of 75.7. It wasn't a perfect day as number eight was intercepted by rookie Pepe Williams on a deep jump ball downfield. It was Jackson's second pick of training camp. But right after that pick, on the very next play, Jackson connected with, surprise, surprise, tied end Mark Andrews who was wide open for a touchdown. But Jackson's nicest throw of the day, according to Bo Smoka, may have been a pass down the middle of the field to wide receiver Rashad Bateman, who elevated for the pass just out of reach of Hamilton. And finally, wide receiver James Prochet reeled in a 40-yard pass from quarterback Anthony Brown. Prochet ran it all the way in for a total of a 70-yard touchdown. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. 
Good stuff there. Any final updates from practice before we jump, though, Sarah? Anything from a certain fourth-round tight end who's generated all kinds of buzz these last couple days? Okay, yes, I will just add one more. I hesitate to give this one because we're all trying to temper expectations for Isaiah Likely until we see him perform in the regular season. But that fourth-round pick is making it hard to keep excitement in check. Likely had three one-on-one battles with Kyle Hamilton before that first-rounder left practice and likely won all three battles. I would say that's likely good, Bobby, but we should all remember that receivers have a big advantage in one-on-one drills, so we can't read too much into the series for either likely or for Hamilton, for that matter. I'll just leave you with Russell Street Report's Tony Lombardi's impression of likely after Wednesday's practice. He said, likely plays like a vet. He finds holes in the defense and has become one of the most sure-handed players on the team. And the Ravens announced that second-round draft pick David Ojabo signed his rookie contract, officially ending his training camp holdout, and Ojabo was the final Ravens rookie to sign his deal. Yes, Sarah, that's right, but he's not just the final Ravens rookie to sign. Ajabo is the final rookie from the entire NFL 2022 draft class to sign. So tell us, Bobby, what was the holdup? Why is he the last of all rookies across the league? So it reportedly stems from negotiations over the amount of guaranteed money in each year of his contract moving forward. That was a sticking point for many NFL second rounders this year, and Ajabo's Achilles injury that he suffered at his pro day in March... Yeah, that likely complicated matters as we discussed in a previous podcast episode. But it's not like he missed out on a lot by holding out, Sarah. He couldn't get on the field anyway. We know this. And now that the financial business is out of the way, Ajabo can return to the Ravens training facility and continue his rehab with team trainers in-house where he should be. It's a process, right? So you you want that process to start as soon as possible. So when he's able to uh, be on the field, he's ready to go. So all these days are valuable and uh, he knows that. So... You know, we expect him to go to work and and, uh, be prepared. All right, so that is great news for Ojabo and the Ravens, but let's take a step back. We all know the future of the Ravens' pass rushers are in good hands next year with Ojabo and first-rounder Odafe Owe. But what about this year? How does the unit look right now? Yeah, Sarah, I'd say the entire outside linebacker core, if I'm being honest, is under construction for right now at this moment. There are so many what-ifs that it's honestly just difficult to know how effective they'll be. Hear me out here. Will Owe take a big jump up from his five sacks last year? I mean, all indications are that he's ready to be a double-digit sack guy, so we'll see. And what about Tyus Bowser? Can he return to form after that Achilles injury sustained at the end of last year? The Athletics' Jeff Zarebek said he saw Bowser this week and then he looks great. And the Ravens have mentioned that they're optimistic he'll be ready for week one. And finally, there's the recently signed veteran Vince Beagle. Don't sleep on this guy. He's taken extensive snaps with so many injuries holding others off the field. And it seems as if he's taken advantage of such. Beagle has flashed and played so well that he might just keep himself in the conversation for the 53-man roster. Well, that's all promising, but it's all talk until everyone is on the field. There's no doubt that the Ravens would benefit from an Ojabo return sooner than later. (laughs) 
And before we jump, some other quick news items that you need to know. Reports out of New York indicate that former Ravens Super Bowl champion and current Jets backup quarterback Joe Flacco is outperforming number two overall pick Zach Wilson in training camp. Now that doesn't mean Flacco will overtake the youngster as the starter, but Jed's head coach Robert Sala had this to say about Joe Cool. He he should be, in my opinion, he could start in this league. I I, I believe that he's. Um, sometimes this league has a tendency to pigeonhole people or put labels on people, and uh, and then their their opportunities kind of get limited. But uh, Joe Joe Flacco is a starting quarterback in this league. He's he's really really talented. Arizona Cardinals and former Ravens receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown was arrested Wednesday morning on criminal speeding charges. Arizona law holds that criminal speeding includes traveling at any speed over 85 miles per hour and traveling more than 20 miles per hour over any posted speed limit. And Marlon Humphrey had social media buzzing once again, giving everyone a good laugh. This time, his teammate Geno Stone snapped a picture of the All-Pro corner wearing a sweatshirt with a hoodie over his head and a phone in his hand as he sat in a hot tub at the Ravens training facility. Lamar Jackson responded on Twitter to the post by saying, hot tub with a hoodie? WTF with a laughing emoji. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged in to all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our show, please consider subscribing, leaving a five-star rating, and sharing it with a friend. That's all the time we've got, but we'll be back Friday morning with Ravens news you need to know. Come on back and start your day with us on the Ravens Vault.